Welcome to the Pursue of Bliss podcast. My name is Kristen. I'm a self-professed health, spirituality, and mindset junkie. You know that blissful happiness you feel when you're just at peace with yourself, living fully in the present moment? That's the feeling I believe we are all in the pursuit of. And I want to help you get one step closer by up-leveling your health, mindset, and love for yourself. Because that lasting and blissful happiness can only be found and created within. So get ready for all things mindset, holistic health, and spirituality. I hope this serves you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Pursuit of Bliss podcast. So I am finally getting settled in in my new home. If you listened to my last episode, I manifested the house of my wildest dreams in just the past couple of weeks and I've now been moved in for about a week and the house is like 50% furnished which I'm stoked about because I had no idea how much work it is to furnish a four-bedroom home. It is a ton of freaking work. Uh, So I've been doing that all week long and I know you guys didn't get a podcast last week and I apologize for that but I'm going to make this one extra juicy to make up for it. I had to use all my energy last week on moving into my new home. So this week, I'm actually going to talk about a topic that I get asked about quite often, I would say on a regular basis. And it's, what do I do if my manifestations aren't showing up? You know, am I doing something wrong? If my manifestations aren't here yet, why aren't they here? How can I make them come faster? Like I've been doing the inner work for an entire month and the car didn't show up. The money didn't show up. In fact, I got more bills. Like what's going on? So I want to address this once and for all, because I know that there are probably a lot of you with this question. And if you don't currently have this question, I'm sure you will at one point if you're diving into your own manifestation journey, because the thing is, when we grow up in this great big world, this great big world teaches us and wires our brain for instant gratification, right? Like you get the good grade and you get the reward from your parents. You wear the right outfit and like your peers accept you and you receive a compliment. You turn on the TV because you're bored and immediately you get that adrenaline rush of whatever show there is to watch, right? Instant gratification. You want to eat something, you go to the fridge. You want to order something, you order it on Amazon and it's here tomorrow. Everything in this society is built literally around instant gratification. So it's no wonder that our minds are wired this way. But the thing is, this is how society works, right? And our society actually doesn't work very well. We have a lot of people with a lot of things. You can order whatever you want on Amazon. Most of us actually aren't happy or fulfilled. This instant gratification society that we have cultivated, manifested as a collective is not working for us. And it does not work to try to pull this toxic mindset from society into the manifestation world because the universe doesn't work the way instant gratification works. That's not the way anything in this universe, anything that is organic and natural and of love doesn't work that way. With manifestation, as with everything else, law of attraction, all universal laws, there is a time gap in between you setting an intention and receiving your manifestation. So even though your brain has been wired to believe that if you don't receive the thing you're trying to receive right away, it's not coming, this is not true. This is simply what your mind has learned over years and years and years and years of conditioning in this society of instant gratification. So it's not your fault. And it's no wonder that when your manifestation doesn't show up, you start to doubt yourself. 
and you start to wonder if you're good enough and if you're doing these things right or if you're doing something wrong or if there's something wrong with you or like why is everyone else receiving their manifestations and I'm not. Like it's okay. It's no wonder that your brain instantly jumps to that conclusion and it's normal to feel the doubt and the fear and the anxiety and the sadness of it's not here yet. (laughs) But I'm here to tell you that it is here. It is yours. It's on its way. The thing is, there are already alternate timelines that exist where you already have all of your manifestations. In fact, the universe has already given them to you. This is why I say we don't need to beg for our manifestations or prove our worthiness. The second you intend a manifestation, it is already given to you. It is already yours. The universe is like, yep, here it is, ready to hand it to you on a golden platter. The thing is, many of us are not in the energetic state to receive it. We're not that vibrational match yet. So everything you desire is already given to you. And just because it's not here yet doesn't mean it's not coming. Now repeat that again. Because as I said that, of course, it was 444 on the timer of my recording. Just because your manifestation is not here yet in your physical 3D reality does not mean it is not coming. Our physical 3D reality is largely an illusion. And when we allow this illusion of our 3D physical reality to dictate our internal reality, we create a limited experience. Okay, your 3D reality does not get to control what goes on inside of you in your internal reality. This means that even when you intend to manifest $10,000 and it doesn't show up, we still get to hold on to that faith, that trust, that belief, that love, that feeling of safety and knowing that even though it's not here, it's on its way and it's coming in the most divine timing in my life. Because the only timing that exists is divine timing. So you're probably like, okay, great, Kristen. Like, I get it. My manifestations are on the way. They're coming in divine timing. But like, why isn't the divine timing right now? I've been doing all this work and I feel better. But like, nothing is showing up. Okay, so let's dive into this. Okay, we have this understanding that's already yours. And just because it's not here doesn't mean it's not coming. In fact, it is coming. There could be many explanations for why your manifestation isn't here yet. This is a really, really common one. Let's say you're intending to manifest $10,000 and you're feeling really good about it. You work through some limiting beliefs. You're like, I know it's on its way. And then the next day, you get an extra bill and then your landlord tells you that your rent went up and then your car breaks down and you have to pay for it to be fixed. And you're like, what is going on universe? I intended to manifest more money and instead I'm getting the opposite. I'm getting more bills and more payments. What am I doing wrong? And the thing is you're not doing anything wrong. This is what happens. You intend to manifest more money but you still have scarcity consciousness existing within your subconscious mind. So you are not an energetic match for the abundance, which is the $10,000 yet. So the universe is reflecting back to you the scarcity consciousness, which is existing inside of your psyche, your subconscious into your physical reality as these extra bills so that you can have the opportunity to learn the lessons and to grow and to transmute the scarcity into abundance so that you become the energetic match for the money, the abundance you are calling in. We do this by seeing the bills, seeing the 3D physical reality showing us scarcity and meeting it with abundance. Holding that faith and knowing that, whoa, I got extra bills, but you know what? I know that no matter what, 
My needs and desires are always met and exceeded and the universe has my back, always. So I'm gonna pay these extra bills with gratitude, knowing that every dollar that goes out there that I get to send out into the economy is multiplying and coming back to me in divine timing. And when we do that, when we meet the reflection of our own scarcity in our physical reality, when we meet that with abundance, we level up. We transmute that scarcity and we make space for more abundance to come in. So sometimes when you intend to manifest something, it's going to get a little crazy. Sometimes things might seem like they're getting worse before they're getting better. Sometimes things might seem to move backward. Sometimes things might seem chaotic, but this actually isn't a bad sign. All that's really happening is I like to think of it as like a purging, right? When we want to manifest a more abundant existence, we have to let go of anything not in alignment with that next level of our lives. Therefore, the universe will reflect back to us what needs to be purged, transmuted, healed in order for us to become that match for that next level of our lives. So, I mean, if you look at the world, this is what's going on right now on a greater scale in the world, right? If we intend to manifest a reality, a society, a world, an earth in which abundance, love, and equality reign, everything that is not in alignment with love, abundance, and equality must come up to the surface to be healed. So right now, we've got a lot of shit coming to the surface and it feels chaotic. The world feels crazy. It seems like things are getting worse. It seems like things are moving backward. There's so much chaos and radical politics and violence and disasters and horrible things that are all coming to the surface. But the thing is, these things have always been there. These things have always been within our society. They've just been under the surface. We have not had the awareness that they were there, but they were always there. So now that we intend for something greater, all of this is coming to the surface. The darkness, the shadows, they're coming to the surface. And it's an opportunity to heal them. Within every problem, shadow, darkness, disaster, there is an opportunity for growth, for ascension, for healing. We can grow through the chaos, right? Like there's like this eye of the storm, you know how tornadoes, they have an eye of the storm in the middle where it's calm there. That's where we get to be. We're in the eye of the storm. We see the chaos around us. We can have that inner peace in knowing the truth, knowing our truth, knowing that everything around us that is not love is simply an illusion. Everything around us that is not love has been manipulated to create more fear in our minds. Everything around us that is not love is not our truth and cannot prevail unless we align with it. So it's time for us to ground into our centers, align into our truth, which is love, which is peace, which is connection to spirit, to universe, to our higher selves in knowing that there is something so much better than we could ever imagine coming. There is peace within the chaos. But first, there is healing in the chaos. The chaos brings the opportunities for growth that weren't there before. The chaos brings what was previously subconscious into conscious awareness. And that is the only way we can heal and grow. 
There is so much coming, so much to look forward to. And when I say this, I'm talking about the world. This also applies to our personal realities. Our personal realities also apply to the world. It's reflections of each other. We're in this holographic universe. Everything is a reflection of each other. What's happening in the world is a reflection of what's also happening within us right now. This is actually a massive time to be doing this kind of healing because a lot of the subconscious fears and limiting beliefs and things that were under the surface are now coming up. So for a lot of people, it feels chaotic. It feels scary. It feels like there's a lot of anxiety and fear. But if you are equipped with the tools to do the inner work, this is a massive opportunity like we have never experienced before to heal to align ourselves with love and the energy of the universe and to level up in our personal lives and in our collective realities. So, of course, that was a side tangent and I wasn't, I wasn't planning on going there, but um, it came up, it was present for me, so I know that someone needed to hear that. I don't know if it was you or maybe it was someone else, but hopefully that clicked with someone. And uh, what I want you to get from that little tangent is that even within the chaos, we're allowed to feel our human emotions, but we can be grounded in the knowing that there's something better coming and that the best case scenario is already playing out and that love wins and abundance wins, whether in our lives or in the world. This is why we incarnated here. This is why us lightworkers incarnated here. We didn't come here for a life of no problems, of no hardships, of no challenges, we didn't come here for that. We came here for the entire spectrum of the human experience. We came here to anchor in the frequency of love amidst everything else. We came here to remember who we are and who we are is divine, eternal love. That is who we are. I don't care what the world tells you. I don't care what the illusions of fear around you make you believe. You are love. You are abundance. You are eternal. You are divine. You are so much more powerful than you are capable of even understanding with our limited human awareness. We literally cannot even perceive how powerful we are. So just know you are so much more powerful than you could ever imagine. And there is a reason that the world doesn't want you to know that. There's a reason that society doesn't want you to know that. Because once you know that, you no longer have to feed into the fear-mongering. You no longer have to feed into the beliefs that are fed to you by the media and by Hollywood and by the news that you've been fed your entire life. And as soon as you break away from that, you're free. And when you're free, you're no longer a part of the system. And when you're no longer a part of the system, you're no longer feeding the matrix. You're no longer <laughs> supporting the dark agendas. You're no longer a part of building the collective scarcity, building the collective fear, building the collective cage. You're now a part of the freedom, the abundance, the love that we are cultivating in this world as a collective. So I'm going to bring this back down to a more individual level now and talk back to like individual manifestations not showing up. So like I said... Oftentimes, when your manifestations aren't coming, they are coming, <laughs> but there's a lesson that needs to be learned first. There's an opportunity and the experience of you not having your manifestations that is helping you to become the energetic match for your manifestations. And if we're sitting in victim mode, like, oh, I can't believe my manifestations aren't here. I've been doing everything right and they're not here. 
when we're sitting in that mode, we are not allowing ourselves to perceive the lesson and the growth and the healing, the opportunity within the stagnancy, which is here to help us grow into that next level of our lives. You know, another tip here is if we're in desperation around our manifestations, if we're so needy for them, like, oh, I just need that partner to show up. I just need that car. I just need this or that or that or that. As long as we need something, we are literally cock blocking ourselves from attracting it. Nothing is attracted from a state of need or desperation. A state of need and desperation comes from unconsciously attaching our own internal needs to something external. For example, unconsciously desiring love or fulfillment or safety. And so feeling desperate or needy for a partner or for more money because we unconsciously attach that fulfillment, that love, that safety that we're looking for on the partner, on the romance, on the money. When the truth is, the external stuff, the partner, the money, the car, the home cannot bring you what you're seeking. The car, the money, the partner, the home will be attracted to the internal states of safety and love and abundance. So it might be helpful to ask yourself, what might I be unconsciously seeking through my desperation for this manifestation? What feeling is it that I'm looking for? And how can I give myself permission to feel that feeling right now in the present moment? How can I be more grounded in what is right now my current experience? How can I have more joy now, more love now, more safety now, more faith now? Because from that space, everything else is attracted. Sometimes all it takes is a subtle shift in energy and intention to call everything in to the physical 3D reality. So on that note, how can you appreciate more where you are currently in your reality. If you're so caught up in what's to come, can you get more caught up in what is? Because if we aren't grounded in what is, we cannot attract more, right? The universe isn't going to give us more if we don't appreciate what already is. And I can guarantee that you have so much more abundant currently in your reality than you're even giving yourself credit for. And when I say abundance, like I don't just mean money. I mean love and laughter and art and beauty and nature and intimacy and beautiful food and colors, the richness of the colors around us. There is abundance everywhere. And it's not possible for us to be focused on desperation and appreciation at the same time. So when we ground ourselves in a state of total appreciation and gratitude of the abundance that already is, We open ourselves up to the receptive mode to receive more. We'll start to call in more experiences, things, people, situations, which are an energetic match for the current state of abundance that we are experiencing, which is the result of the appreciation and gratitude we have for the infinite now, for what is currently being experienced in this moment in our reality. And I remember back when I was in my corporate job last year, you know, I wasn't all that grateful for my job. I was pretty miserable in my reality. And I look back at my journal entries from that time in my life and, you know, yeah, I was feeling a lot of emotions. I was feeling a lot of stress and sadness and anger and I was feeling all the fuels, but I was also grounding myself in the appreciation of what is. I look back at my journal entries from that time period in my life and I used to make gratitude lists and I would literally write paragraphs 
about how grateful I was for the chair I was sitting in at my job. I would write paragraphs about how grateful I was for the computer I had to work on. I even have a paragraph about how grateful I was for the pens I was writing with. I found abundance in all of the little things when the big things seemed really overwhelming, when the big things seemed like too much. I didn't ignore the emotions, right? We're human beings. We get to feel our emotions. We get to feel sadness and anger and whatever it is that's coming up. But I was able to ground myself in the faith that something better is coming and the present moment, which is all there is truly, is enough. Right now is enough. I don't need where I am to change. I want it to change, but I don't need it because I am still in a place of internal fulfillment in knowing that everything I need is within me and there is so much abundance around me. And it's this delicate balance of feeling our human emotions, but also being so grounded in our faith of what's to come and being so grounded in our appreciation of what is that we are no longer caught in the energy of scarcity and lack of not enoughness. And this is that subtle energetic switch that once again opens us up to receivership of whatever it is that we're desiring to manifest. So how can you ground yourself in the present moment? How can you find appreciation for what is? Remember, the present moment is all we truly have. And as long as we're projecting our happiness on the future, it's never going to come. The future isn't even guaranteed to you. So why would we not enjoy the present, no matter what that present looks like? There are always ways to ground ourselves in appreciation and gratitude and gratitude and joy in the present moment. And this also means allowing ourselves to feel our emotions, even the heavy ones. Because when we deny ourselves the opportunity to feel our heavy emotions, whether it be sadness or anger or rage or regret or guilt, whatever it is, if we deny ourselves the opportunity to feel those emotions, we push them down, push them down, push them down. And therefore, we try to feel happy, we try to feel joy, but it's just this facade of true joy and true fulfillment. Because as long as we are denying ourselves the opportunity to feel the heavy emotions, they're still inside of us, like begging to be felt, begging to get out, begging to be understood. Our human emotions are here to be felt. They are here to serve us, even the heavy ones. And when we ignore them and push them away, and then we project our feelings of happiness on the future, not realizing that the opportunity for more happiness exists within the paradox of feeling the heavy emotions, we block our manifestations from coming. The universe isn't going to give us what we want when we're denying ourselves the opportunity in the current present moment to have a human experience, to have an abundant experience, to have an emotional experience. When we're not grounded in the present, it's impossible to call in more because everything happens in the present moment. It is eternal. It is all there is. The future and the past are illusions. They don't exist yet. Or they don't exist right now. All that is real is right now in this moment. And if we deny ourselves this moment, whatever is present in this moment, we deny the future and the past. We deny whatever is better to come. Because everything comes from this moment. Even the future, when it comes, will be in this present moment. 
We cannot create abundance by denying the present moment, whatever is present in the present moment, including heavy emotions. And this is a big part of manifestation, why a lot of people do the vision boards and then they're not manifesting because they're like, oh, I woke up today and I felt sad. Like, no, 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 I need to feel happy. And so they go and they like try to make themselves feel happy, but the sadness is still there. It was just pushed deeper down into the subconscious. And until we are authentic with ourselves and allow ourselves to feel those emotions, we're embodying the energy of lack, right? Of I'm not good enough unless I feel happy. That is a lack energy, a scarcity energy, a not enough energy. I am not enough. We prove to ourselves that I am enough exactly as I am by allowing whatever is present to be present, to be present with our emotions no matter what they are. And when we do that, we say, I am worthy. I am in a state of abundance because I know that I am enough regardless of my emotional state. Sadness is here. Great. I'm still worthy. Sadness is allowed to be here. This is a very powerful, powerful, powerful energy. Your emotions are powerful. And they demand to be felt. The present moment demands to be experienced in full. So if you're in a state of desperation, it means you're not grounded in the present because everything you need is right here in the present moment within you. So something that really works for me is asking myself, how can I become more connected right now? Connected to my higher self, connected to my soul, connected to the universe, to God, to source, to spirit, to whatever word you use that resonates with you in your life. How can you become more connected? For me, sometimes it's hugging a tree. Sometimes it's sitting in nature. Sometimes it's meditating. Sometimes it's dancing. Sometimes it's crying. It's something different every time. But ask yourself, like, for a moment, and truly listen to the answer. Don't try to think of what the answer is. Feel what the answer is. How can I become more connected? Just feel that. What does connection feel like in my body? And how can I cultivate more of that? Maybe it's prayer. Maybe it's affirmations. Maybe it's journaling. Maybe it's hugging someone. Maybe it's hugging yourself. How can I feel more connected? How can I become more embodied in my natural state of abundance and love? And when things are going backwards or like getting crazy and your manifestations aren't here, remember, sometimes the universe is just making space for something better. Trust the redirection. You don't always have to know where your life is headed. You just need to trust and have that faith that it's headed somewhere good. That the universe has so much in store for you. The best is yet to come. And the thing is, from our limited, very limited human perspective, we can't always see that. We think we know what's best. We think we know what we want. But the truth is, you don't actually know from your limited human perspective what will bring you and the world the highest good, the highest outcome in the end. And sometimes the universe doesn't give you what you want, not because you're not deserving of it, but because you're deserving of so much more. Trust the redirection. Trust that the only possible results in your life are this or something better. What you desire manifests or something better does. And the universe does not work on human timing. The universe works on divine timing. It's already yours. There's no need to fear. Like, how would you feel if you knew that your manifestation showed up last night? You wouldn't be sitting here desperate, wondering when it's coming. You would be out there enjoying your damn life. 
You would be out there connecting to yourself, to nature, to your friends, to your family. You wouldn't be sitting around wondering why your manifestations aren't here because they are already yours. How can you embody that energy in your life right now? And in fact, in my reality, more often than not, my biggest manifestations show up after periods of stagnancy, right? After I have like weeks, and of course this happens to me, I'm human, right? I have weeks where things don't show up, things go backwards, things get weird or crazy. That happened to me, if you listen to my last episode, when I was searching for a home. Happened over and over and over. I hit rock bottom after rock bottom thinking, oh, I'm so sick of this, I'm so over it. When is the perfect home gonna show up? I just wanna move, I'm so exhausted. And four months later, something better than I could have ever imagined showed up because I trusted the redirections every single time. Yeah, I was frustrated. I was emotionally drained. I wanted to be settled, but I have this faith that outweighs my fear, no matter what. Faith over fear. Fear is not a bad thing. Fear is going to show up in your life. Fear of not having your manifestation is human. But when we have fear larger than our faith, we fall into the negative spirals of toxic thinking and anxiety and stress. When we have faith larger than our fear, we can be grounded in the inner peace of knowing what's coming for us. This is the goal. The goal isn't to have a life with no problems. The goal isn't to have a life where our manifestations show up every other minute. (laughs) That would be so freaking boring. The goal is to have a life where we become the observer of everything going on where we become at peace with everything going on, where we surrender to the present moment in knowing that whatever is necessary for our growth and our highest good in the long term is what is showing up right now. No more denying the present moment. Less denying, more surrendering. Easier said than done. I know. Surrender is a practice. It's a muscle, right? Surrender is for anyone who's like, oh, what are you talking about, Kristen? Surrender is a process of understanding that Our human perspective isn't the only perspective and our human plan isn't always the best one. And the universe can hear thoughts and see things and understand outcomes that you don't have awareness of. The universe can see how every possible scenario in your life plays out and the universe is trying to guide you toward the best possible scenario, but you must allow yourself to be guided and this requires surrender, surrender of your plan. It's okay to have a plan. The problem is when we get so stuck to our specific plan that we have tunnel vision and we deny ourselves the opportunity for something better to come into our lives. So moral of the story here, your manifestations aren't here. doesn't mean they're not coming. In fact, they are coming because they're already yours. Something better is on the way or there's a lesson that you need to learn first. And that lesson, the opportunity is within the chaos that you're experiencing or the stagnancy that you're experiencing. And we build faith which is the building block of manifestation. We build faith not in the moments where all the things are here. We build faith in the moments where nothing is showing up, in the moments where it feels like things are crumbling and falling apart. This is where we cultivate the strength, the faith, the belief, and the trust necessary to manifest the abundance that we actually desire. The opportunity is in the moments that you are trying to avoid in your life. Less denial, more presence, more surrender, more love, more joy, 
more sadness, more all emotions, just more isness, more presence, more being right here, right now, more acceptance of what is showing up for us because nothing comes through judgment or hate or denial. When we judge or hate or deny where we are, we deny ourselves the opportunity to heal, to manifest more. When we're in love and acceptance of where we are and what's showing up for us no matter what it is, we give ourselves the opportunity to shift. And that is the ultimate goal, right? So I feel like I went on so many tangents in this podcast and actually went places I didn't expect to go or didn't expect to talk about. But you know, those sometimes tend to be the best ones where I'm just like talking and talking and talking. At the end, I'm like, wow, you know, I really hope all of that made sense. And I don't really know if it did because I think I was all over the place. But I just trust that whatever was present for me in this podcast was something that someone needed to hear got to be at least one person out there who needed to hear all of the random things that I said in this podcast. And um, I hope you know that if you're listening to this, I love you so much. And uh, you're doing a great job. So proud of you. This human experience was never meant to be easy, but it was meant to be beautiful. You're doing better than you think you are. I promise you. And your manifestations are a lot closer than they seem. I can promise that as well. And uh, for anyone listening, if you're interested in diving deeper into your manifestation journey, I do have my Blissful Abundance Academy, which is my 10-week manifestation academy. I will have the link to apply to that in the show notes. If you are interested, I have more information about it and like hundreds of testimonials on my Instagram profile, which is at Pursuit of Bliss with an underscore. And if you want to watch one of my free manifestation trainings where I dive deep into the subconscious and how to change your life, uh, you can go to Manifest with Kristen. Kristen spelled K-R-I-S-T-E-N. So it's manifestwithkristen.com and watch it there. And as usual, if this podcast speaks to you at all, uh, if it helps you at all, I would, you know, it just means the world to me when you guys share this with your friends and family. It really does. And it also means the world to me when I receive messages from you or I see you guys share it on your Instagram stories. It makes my day. So please reach out and let me know. I love hearing your feedback. And if this podcast did touch you at all, uh, I would love it if you could leave a honest review on iTunes, letting me know what you thought of it. Um, and if you do decide to do that, if you take a screenshot of your review before you submit it, you can email it to hello at pursuitabliss.net and you will receive back a little gift from me. And that is all I have for you. I hope you're having a beautiful, beautiful day wherever you are in the world. And I'm sending you lots of love. Mwah.